0: timing in. When we get that siren going, it's time for Frank's power play. Go ahead, Frank.
2: Well, bringing it back for the first time this year, but I'm keeping it short and sweet. We'll just kind of cover our three teams that we're fans of. I'll yes. start with the Red Wings. As I mentioned, they opened the Derek Lalonde era with a 3 nothing win over the Montreal Canadiens. That was last night. So you loving him right now? Well, I, I've... Hey, I'm get. I'm. He's got. He's pretty much got carte blanche for now. Okay. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But you know, it's a step. step in the right direction. It is because you're complimenting the Detroit coach. I haven't seen it in a while. And of course, it was a. It was a scoreless game until the third period when Elmer Soderblom, rookie who uh, made the team, ended up scoring his first career NHL goal. Ended up proving to be the game winner. And of course, they added a couple more empty net goals. Ville Huso started a net, got a shutout in his first game as a Red Wing thing. So, good start. They got to play at New Jersey tonight. We'll see how they do on a back to back. But, I mean, my expectations for the team. I was reading uh, Max Boltman's 10 Bold Predictions on the Athletic, and he said that they would finish with 85 points, which would not be enough to make the playoffs. And. I mean, I, there, there's a couple of things I can say. One, in terms of being a postseason team, this is probably the best I've felt about going into a season probably in seven years. Because mm-hmm. there's been... up. Steve Eisenman's made upgrades via trade, free agency. And you go back to previous shows, I've hit on who he's brought in. You bring in Luland to coach the team, Team. But the, the thing is You're in one of the toughest divi- You're in the toughest division in the NHL In the Atlantic You gotta worry about Toronto, Tampa Florida Boston Ottawa's looking better Somewhat uh, Montreal It doesn't look t- It's got some young talent in there But I don't think they're gonna be too much of a problem And the Buffalo Sabres Are the Buffalo Sabres Right or so, I think my expectation is play meaningful games in March. Mm-hmm. You can, if you're in the graphic, like you're a couple points out of a wild card spot in March, March by about the middle of the month after the trade deadline, okay. Let's mm-hmm. say, well, yeah, we're, you're in a meaningful game, and you're competing, maybe actually steal a couple from some of the big guns in the East. He's like the Torontos and the Tampas of the world. And please, God, don't give up 10 goals in a game. <laughs> and which, again, did start last night with a shutout. But I I think from a goaltending situation, you're going to see Huso and Alex Nedeljkovic be a 1A and 1B. So they'll probably just, I'd say probably get 41 starts apiece. We know that's not going to happen because mm. injuries and things like that. But I definitely think it's off to a good start. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be patient. If there's some improvement. I think Steve's gonna probably make a couple moves here and there in season. And but he'll, we'll see where we'll see where it goes. But the one bold prediction I do agree with, and I'll I'll even go out here and I'll say this: Moe Mo Sider, who was Rookie of the Year last year, he'll be a Norris Trophy finalist for top defenseman in the league. Wow, that's saying a lot for someone in their second year. Yeah, well, he's shown to be he's shown to be very good. Won the rookie of the year here, and not even the greatest Red Wing defenseman ever, Nick Lidstrom, can claim the winner win a rookie of the year award. He did go on to win seven Norris trophies, so right. there's that. That and then we'll uh, I'll go I'll go ahead and jump to your team and. Uh, don't be mad at me when I say this, Derek. But I think that the Blackhawks are going in the tank. Yeah, the Blackhawks are bad. I mean, you go from the Bears. I mean, at
0: least I have the Bulls to look forward to. But the Blackhawks, it, it's total rebuild. I mean, they just let some of their stars get aged out. And it is what it is. I mean, you know, hopefully they can rebound. But before, prior, I, I cherish the years that the Blackhawks had. But prior to that, you know, old man words. As the owner, he was cheap as they came. So we were. You is that some, a
2: Rocky Wirth's dad?
0: I believe so. yes. Okay. The original owner of the Blackhawks. I mean, you know, for for a while there, we hadn't won a Stanley Cup since '61. Yeah. So I mean, it is. You you, you enjoy it, and then you you move on. Just like the Bulls have been irrelevant since '98. So. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it's obvious they're going through a rebuild. I mean, Pat to. Patrick Kay and Jonathan Taves aren't getting any younger. They're both in the final year of their their current deals, and they're going to be. And I think at least one of them is going to be moved out. Yeah, put the pasture. It's kind of like the old Yeller, like <laughs> used to say on here. Uh, no, not, not, I wouldn't say like put the pasture. They're going to be put to a greener pasture. Like I think, I think Patrick Kane, yeah. I, I, I think he's going to get traded. And I'll say he gets traded to the New York Rangers, possibly. I,
0: I think, but it, it's they're, they're no longer. How can I say it? I think they're good. They're not great superstar hockey players anymore. I mean, he, he's 33 years old. He's had a great run, but, uh, I mean, it is it is what it is. I mean. Yeah. Well, he had the run.
2: The run was good. Bold prediction. What's the bold for prediction? For them. What? They win the NHL draft lottery.
0: Right. We need to uh, go younger. And I, and I, it's sad, sad to say that, but, you know, that those those teams, think about it. When they won their first Stanley Cup in 2010? Yes. That's 12 years ago. I mean. Heck, that's someone's career right there. Going on 13 years, so somebody that was a rookie in the league—that's their 13th year in the league. That's a lot of
2: miles. Yeah. So I mean, you get you end up getting if you end up being the top draft pick, it seems like Connor is going to be the consensus number one. A lot can happen, I know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you get you get him in. Obviously, if you trade Kane and Taves away, you're going to be able to get a lot of assets and draft capital.
0: And, he should, and Bleacher Report did come out with an article why he should be ready to leave. It's kind of like Jason Candle. You don't have nothing else to prove. You got us a couple Stanley Cups, some chips. You got to probably be a Hall of Famer for sure. Oh, yeah. It's it's ran its course. You don't want to go out like an old jalopy. And, 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 you know, a lot of times people remember you for the back end of your career than what you did previously. So that, that that's what you have to worry about.
2: Yeah, and the other thing, too, is you've got nine picks in the 2023 draft. Wow, Six of them are in the first three rounds. So well, that's what you're going to have to do is just start getting assets and capital in place. Hmm. And now uh, we'll go to David, the man of God, Harris's team, the Pittsburgh Penguins. As I get up, oh, There we go. Uh, I mean, they're not too big of an offseason. Added a couple Jeff Petrie to the blue line. Uh, but here was this is what um, ESPN said in their power rankings. So the best case is they kept the ba- they got the band back together, her for, with new deals for Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang, and basically said we're not going to rebuild. We're going to kick the can down the road. <laughs> I mean, uh, David seems to be pretty happy with that. Me, I'm like, you know, that's going to come back and bite you in the ass at some point. Mm-hmm. Right so we'll see what happens there there but of course I don't think they're they're a cup contender but they says get their first playoff round win in 4 years but worst case is that the injury problems start racking up chemistry slow to develop offense sputters And they head to another first round playoff loss. And everyone's wondering, okay, what's going to happen now? What do we do? Who? Who? David, what do you you think? You're the Penguins fan here. You think that you you said that you were good with kicking the rebuild can down the road. But do you think that something's going to have to happen sooner rather than later? David?
1: Huh? Yeah, can you hear me?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. So it's like the mentality of Pittsburgh is Eastern Conference Finals or Bust. It's that's the expectation, that's the standard that was set by this core and that led to the success. So I think as all and granted like all of this is determined upon health. Health is a million dollar factor that we don't know if an injury like what happened last year with Gino, Like once he got, you know, Knocked out by a soccer play by the Rangers player, you know, then that that, was, that turned the tide and shifted that entire series. So injuries happen. So obviously it's kind of how do you manage those. But I still think that even last year, the expectation was, hey, we, this team can get to the conference finals. And then from there, having that experience, anything can happen. So I don't know why things. Like, the, the standard is still going to be that standard until, you know, until they can't go anymore. And we saw, like, there's still some left in the tank.
2: Yeah. I mean, and David also, I've heard a lot of chatter that Mike Sullivan, head coach, is on the hot seat because obviously no no getting past the first round of playoffs in four years. And. That's starting to get kind of stale. Where do you stand on that?
1: Yeah. Not the bridge over. It's the same. It's the same thing with people trying to fire Mike Tomlin. It's like success breeds success. It's like the players are there, the expectations are still there. I think that Sullivan has earned the right to not go out on his own terms, but kind of go out when he's ready. And this team is still, this team is still dangerous. So I think. If you try to shake things up, and we see it all the time, sometimes you get that new manager bounce, but then for the long term, you know, what happens with the chemistry in that locker room? And so you have someone that the players trust, that's the, you know, the fans that hold trust. I mean, there's those, you know, few gas bags on the radio that people, you know, tend to flock to. But I still think there is no need for a vote of confidence or like any kind of hot seat. I think. Sullivan is still... He's still the man, and things are going to keep flowing. Now, if something drastic happens, then, yeah, we can address it. But for now, I don't see why there needs to be any change.
2: Well, I mean, if you're going to ask me what I think, I think that his seat is probably getting warm. So, I mean, I don't... I mean, unless things go completely off the rails, I don't think he's going to be fired in season. In fact... uh, one bold prediction I did see, the first coach that's going to be fired is going to be Ottawa's DJ Smith, but we'll see what happens there. There, and, you know, season's kicked off. Uh, puck has dropped. Uh, you can watch, uh, hopefully ESPN continues with their double headers like they did for opening night Tuesday night, and also you get the TNT broadcast as well. That's going into year two. Enjoy some hockey, and that'll do it. Hmm. That, that's it. Yeah, I'll do it. I had to keep it short, and sweet, because I also got high school football to get yeah. to, and we've got the NFL pick'em. That's
0: right. How long is the 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 how long is the uh, recap?
2: Uh, it's just gonna be going through scores. Or I'll keep it, I'll keep it as short and sweet as I can, because we at least want to allow fifteen for the pick'em.
0: Yeah. All right. Listen to eighty-eight point three WGT's after further review. When we return, that was a good NHL uh, uh, power play there, uh, Frank. Um, when we return, we'll have some of uh, Michigan high school recap as we get the that horn for you right there. Take a quick commercial break. When we return, Michigan high school football recap with Frank Bashner. We'll be back after this.